Hey guys, thanks so much for joining us right here for the Active Church Podcast. We believe that you can tell a better story and we are so glad you are engaging with our content today. You're about to hear from one of our incredible teaching pastors and we hope that you'll be impacted by this message. Thanks again for being with us. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there and the moms who are mother figures to other children. And I wanna say happy Mother's Day to three of the best moms I know. My mom, my mother-in-law, and my wife. And what they would tell you, what any mom would tell you, and what any dad would tell you is that parenting is hard and you wanna get it right. And that's why I think this conversation today will be so helpful for you and for me. Parenting is fun. There are fun moments, right? Like first steps and first words and watching your kid grow, maybe even graduate, go to college. All of those things are fun. But parenting can be frustrating as well, right? Those moments where they make a choice that you really didn't agree with or those moments where they talk back and you're like, man, I wish that you didn't talk at all, right? Parenting is difficult. It's frustrating at times. I had a mentor say to me years ago that having kids is like watching your heart jump out of your chest and walk around. True words have not been spoken, right? Because when you watch your kids live and move and breathe, it's like watching your heart walk around and the pain that they suffer, you feel. And the fun that they have, you experience because you love them. They're a part of you. They're your kids. And you have this responsibility of raising humans. And this isn't just a conversation about parenting. This is a conversation about kids looking to their parents and having a healthy, holy conversation, having a healthy, holy relationship with them. And so today I wanna talk all about that today. I wanna talk about that relationship between a parent and a child and a child and a parent. Tiff and I have had two prayers that we've prayed from the very beginning of our parenting journey. The first was that our kids would fall more in love with Jesus. And the second is that our kids would wanna be around us when they don't have to be around us. Like when they move out and start their own family, that they would choose to be around us because they enjoy being around us. We've prayed for that since the beginning of our parenting journey. And we know that those things don't happen randomly. They happen when you are intentional. They happen when you give energy and effort, when you give a lot of love. They happen when you live honorably. And in this series that we started just a few weeks ago, we're talking about how we build a better future together and how we do it all together now in our family. And we've discovered that honor is actually the best way forward in our family. It's the best way to treat each other in our family. Last week, we talked about how honor in marriage is so healthy and so holy for a husband and a wife. And it's the best way to treat each other, even when things get difficult. And if you missed last week or the week before, I wanna catch you up because we've defined honor in a way that's very practical and very simple. And it's this, that honor is the recognition of value and contribution and of importance. It carries with it a heaviness, like giving weight to the person around you. Paul put it this way in a letter to the Christians in Rome. He said, be devoted to one another in love and honor one another above yourselves. I think honor, is the greatest expression of love in the family relationships, in the family dynamic. Because honor dignifies people. Honor says, I see you and I hear you and I value you. And so let's talk about honor. Honor from a parent to a child and honor from a child to a parent. 
I want to start in the Old Testament, the Hebrew Scriptures, with one of the greatest commandments. It's part of the Ten Commandments. Maybe you're familiar with it. It's in the document of Exodus, and we're going to go to chapter 20, verse 12. And we will jump around a bit today, so if you want to follow along, I would love for you to do that. If you're watching this, the verses will be on the screen. But these words actually came from God at a pivotal time in the, in the story of the Jewish people. And maybe you've heard these words before, whether you believe in God or not or trust the Bible or not, because you have used these words against your kids, or maybe your parents used them against you. And the words are these, that you should honor your father and your mother. Now, here's why these words are so significant. Because the Jewish people had just come out of slavery. They had been told what to do and when to do it and why to do it for years. And so they didn't know what freedom looked like or felt like, what freedom in relationship looked like and felt like, especially in their family relationship. And because God was so present with them and wanted to have a relationship with them, he wanted them to have honor and restore honor in their relationship with each other, especially from child to parent and parent to child. Like for the first time ever, kids would have a choice on if they were going to honor their parents or not. They weren't told by the nation that was dominating them and enslaved them on what they should do and what they shouldn't do. They had a choice to honor their mom and their dad. They had the opportunity and the ability to make that decision. And this wasn't just a one-time deal in the Old Testament where God says, hey, by the way, kids, do this. But it's something that is spoken about all the way through the Hebrew Scriptures. In fact, Malachi, the prophet, he was the last prophet to speak on behalf of God before a 400-year period where God was silent. After that 400 years, Jesus came. But before that, God didn't speak. There were no prophets. There were no writings. This was the last prophet to speak on behalf of God. And here's the last thing he says before God goes silent for 400 years. Malachi chapter chapter 4, verse 6. He, God will turn the hearts of the parents to their children and the hearts of the children to their parents. Or else I will come, and this is God speaking, Malachi speaking on behalf of God, I will come and strike the land with total destruction. Now that last part is a bit strong, right? But here's what Malachi wants us to know. That when the relationship between a parent and a child and a child and a parent isn't healthy and isn't holy, The world suffers, communities suffer, culture suffers, families suffer. Daddy issues, it's a real thing, right? Fatherlessness is a reality in our world. Moms, I know it's Mother's Day and we honor you and we're thankful for you. But psychologists have proven how important the father-child relationship is to the development of every human being and if you grew up with a dad you know how important that was and if you grew up without a dad you know the longing that you have for your dad to affirm who you are and the person you're becoming like this isn't just a kid thing this is a human thing there are adults that long for their father to affirm them that long for their father to be a good father a good dad that's why Malachi writes about this The last thing he says before a 400-year period of silence from God is that God's desire is to turn the hearts of parents and children 
towards each other. And again, this idea isn't just a one-time deal or a two-time deal. It's reinforced all the way through the scriptures. In fact, in the New Testament, Paul, who wrote most of the New Testament, writes a letter to the church in Ephesus, the Ephesians. In Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1, he writes some words that maybe are familiar to you, and it comes from these words that we've just read in the Hebrew scriptures. Paul writes these words. He says, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. I memorized that growing up. Mom and dad required it, but I, I memorized that. He continues and says, honor your father and your mother, which is the first commandment with a promise, so that it may go well with you and that you may enjoy a long life on earth. This is the only command in all of scriptures that has a promise connected to it. Now, all commands have a promise that we get God, right? We get God whether we follow him or not, but that God loves us and he wants to be present with us. And the promise is that he is with us through everything. But this one has a specifically stated promise. The promise is that if you do this, your life will benefit because of this. Like, you'll have a long life. You will live well if you honor mom and dad. And honoring mom and dad is an intentional decision. Because honoring mom and dad is choosing to not take your parents' word and wisdom lightly. It's giving weight to what they say and what they do. It's giving trust to their experiences. It's allowing what they've been through to influence the decisions that you're about to make. And here's what I've learned. As a 42-year-old man who has been married for 20 years and has three kids, one of them that's 18 years old, I have learned that the older I get, the smarter my parents become. Because even though I thought that they didn't understand, the older I get and the longer I parent, I realize that they were right most of the time. Now, don't show them this right? I don't want them to hear this, right? But that's what's true about my parents, Jim and Kathy, and maybe it's even true for you and your parents. Now, I want to be very clear about something. So can we just do an aside for a moment? As we talk about honor in the home, especially from a child to a parent, here's what I want to be very clear on. Sometimes in some homes, there are parents who will do dishonorable things, and honor doesn't mean that we just ignore those things and try to do what God says and just put up with it. That's not the invitation of honor from Jesus or from the writers of the scriptures because God will not bless dishonor. So parents, I want to speak to you for a moment. Don't demand honor if you're going to live a dishonorable life. Like don't demand honor because you're the mom or the dad. Don't demand honor because that's what families do and we're a family and we're blood. Mm -mm. God does not bless dishonor. Here's what you need to know. When honor is given, honor will be received. So if you want honor, live honorably. And that doesn't mean you have expectations that you'll receive it back. But when you're an honorable person, the response of those that receive that from you will want to give you honor back. 
And so parents, don't demand honor because your mom and dad or this is your home and your kingdom and your castle. Get honor by living an honorable life. And that's a good transition point, right? Because honor isn't just about how parents and children interact. It's not just about how children interact with their parents. It's actually about how parents see their kids and love their kids and are for their kids. Here's what Paul writes next in Ephesians chapter four, chapter six, verse four. Fathers, do not exasperate your kids. Now, that's not a word that we use often in our culture today, right? So let me give you a definition of that word. To exasperate means to provoke or to stir them up with anger. Like, I just want to fight to be right. That's why we're having this conversation. I'm going to be right, and I want you to know, and I'm going to fight for that, and I don't care what the results are. I don't care how it makes you feel. That's what exasperate means. It means to push them to the edge or perhaps even push them over the edge. We exasperate when we make threats. Do that one more time and watch what happens. Say that one more time and I will fill in the blank. And then when we make those threats and they do that and we don't follow through, then it's just a threat. And you know what it does? It exasperates our kids. We exasperate when we manipulate. When we're not fully honest, but we want our way fully. And so we're going to say whatever we need to say to convince our kids to do what we've asked them to do. That's going to exasperate our kids. We exasperate our kids when we're low on energy, when we're tired, when we say things like, I don't care, I'll just allow it, do whatever you want. Or we don't listen to what they're asking of us. We just immediately say no or maybe. And parents, we all know that maybe means no, right? At least we're all on the same page there. We exasperate our kids when we do that. We exasperate our kids when we pick at them. When we lecture them without the goal of helping them to learn. I'm just saying this so that you know. That's how we exasperate our kids. And can I just speak honestly, parents, from a dad to moms and dads watching or listening? We behave this way when we're afraid, right? We, we do this when we're, fearful. We're fearful of losing power or we're fearful of losing them. And if we're fearful of losing power, we're fearful of losing our way and our home and our kingdom. And you know what we do? We power up on them. This is my castle. I'm the king. I'm going to flex on my dadhood or my momhood or my parentship. I don't even know if that's a word, but I'm going to flex on all of that. And I want you to know that I'm in charge. We do that when we're afraid. And we do that and exasperate our kids when we're afraid of losing them, when nothing seems to be getting through. I have found being a youth pastor for 13 years and being in ministry now for over 20 years, I have found that a lot of parents are afraid of losing their kids. The problem is that they start to give them honor too late. They start to have expectations of them being honorable too late, which is why you should start being honorable and extending honor today. And, and not living with fear and not trying to power over your kids. In fact, Paul gives us a, a great way forward. He says, instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Don't power over. Don't power up. Power down. Because honor chooses humility. Just like Jesus. Jesus. 
another verse, another letter that Paul writes called Philippians. He actually writes about Jesus and he says this. That Jesus didn't consider equality with God something to grab onto. He didn't come and throw that card down, throw that resume down and go, Hi, I'm here. I'm God. You need to bow down and honor me. He chose the status of a slave, of a human. He came and gave of himself for you and for me. That's who we model our lives after. That's who we follow. Your heavenly father and my heavenly father sent his son full of humility so that he wouldn't have to power over us or power up on us, but he powered down. He chose humility. And as a parent, it's the best way forward because it's the honorable way forward. Humility is not being afraid to talk the fear out and to talk the fear out with your kids. Maybe even saying to them, like, I feel like I'm lost as a parent right now. I feel as though I can't do right by you right now. I don't like this tension. I don't want this tension. And I want things to be better. Friends, when you're parenting, whether they're your kids or somebody else's kids, and you're like a father figure or a mother figure, the honorable way forward is the vulnerable, genuine, heart-to-heart way forward, where your kids get to see your humanity. My oldest daughter is 18, going to be 19 in a few months. And I'm learning that as a dad, I can't just tell her, here's what I want, do it. Even though I could, I could power up and power over But I'm learning that if I want to have an honorable relationship with her, I have to pivot as she gets older and becomes an adult. And so I have found that if there are moments where I am not fully on board with, I can't say to her, no, you can't do that into the discussion. I have learned to say, and Tiff has learned to say, I disagree with that decision. And here's why. Now that doesn't resolve the tension and it doesn't solve all the problems. And sometimes emotions get in the way. But what it's done for my daughter is it's given her a place to process, to figure out why dad or mom would feel that way and to figure out what the wise way forward would be, how to honor Jesus and how to honor us in those moments. That's what honor does. Honor doesn't remove your heart from your children. In fact, honor connects your heart with the heart of your child. And when you're vulnerable and authentic and human, It allows hearts to speak to one another. Just like your heavenly father and my heavenly father has done for us. Like he is personal with us. He is close to the brokenhearted. The scriptures teach us that. And our heavenly father is not in the business of embarrassing, threatening, manipulating, or exasperating his children. Our heavenly father honors his kids. And that's why honor is the way forward for us because honor is choosing to be like our heavenly father. And so I wanna talk about three ways that a child can honor a mom and dad and how mom and dad can honor a child. So let's start from the kid's perspective. If you're under the age of 18, you're living at home, even if you're over the age of 18 and you wanna honor your folks, I think that these ways forward are really, really important. So three ways forward, three ways that a child can honor a parent. You can, when they ask you to do something, you can do it right now. You can do it in the right way. 
And you can do it with the right attitude. So when you do it right now, you're saying yes, and you're getting up and you're getting to work. And I guarantee you, especially if you're under the age of 18 and you still live at home, I guarantee you that if you do it right now, you say yes right now and you get up and get to work, your parents will be shocked and they will feel honored because you responded immediately. The second thing that you can do is you can do it in the right way. Instead of doing the minimum amount of work, think about how you can have the maximum amount of impact. And the third way forward is you can do it with the right attitude because Body language matters and tone matters. And when a parent asks you to do something, they're not asking you that you have to enjoy it. But the honorable way forward means that we're going to do it with joy. And that's how you can honor mom and dad. Now, parents, here's how you can honor your kids. You can give them grace. You can give them forgiveness. And you can give them gratitude. Giving them grace is helping them to be the best person they can be with the tools that they have in their hands and in their hearts. That your expectation is not that they're going to play sports like you did, or they're going to be better at sports than you were, or they're going to be better in education with grades than you were, or they're going to match what you did when you were in school. Giving them grace is saying, here's who they are, and I'm going to help them be the best person that God has created them to be. I'm going to give them grace and space to process and to figure it out. You're going to give them forgiveness. You know, like Jesus gave you. Paul writes about this in that letter, Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32. He says, be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as Christ from God, our heavenly father has forgiven us. We forgive because we've been forgiven. One scholar put it this way. Honor creates space for your child's humanity and covers them with forgiveness in your child's depravity, in their sin. And then the third way forward, as a parent honors their child, give them gratitude. A public thank you will go so far. And we've talked about this at Active before, that unexpressed gratitude sometimes feels like ingratitude. You might feel thankful and grateful. It just may never come out of you. And so saying it out loud publicly to your kids is so important. It's the honorable way forward. I believe it'll create a great work work ethic and they'll actually respond with gratitude when they see good work happening around them because they will learn from you and will learn how to be honorable by what they hear you say and what they watch you do. What we hold up in honor, parents, we will inherit. And what we judge, we'll inherit that too. We'll inherit that dishonor. Last thing for both of you, children and parents. Honor is also admitting when you haven't been honorable. And so if you find yourself in a bit of a mess, feeling some shame and some embarrassment, I want to invite you to admit that to your child, or if you're a child, admit that to your parent. Now, parents, I know that this is hard for us. I know it's hard for us to actually go to our kids and practice this. In fact, 
I think you would agree with me that the two most hardest words to say in the English language are this. Worcestershire sauce, right? Oh, and, and I'm sorry. It's hard to say I'm sorry. I think the band Chicago sang about that. It's hard to say I'm sorry. But when we do, it changes the game. It's why Paul writes that we raise our kids in the instruction of the Lord. It's not always about them watching us do it well and live well. It's also about them seeing us mess it up and then admitting that and confessing that to Jesus and confessing that to each other. Parents, it's important to tell your kids when you're wrong because we always tell them when we're right. And kids, it's important to tell your your parents when you're wrong because we always think that we're right. Honor is the way forward. And so, How are you going to honor your parents? Do it right now. Do it in the right way. Do it with the right attitude. And how are you going to honor your kids? Give them grace. Give them forgiveness. And express gratitude. Give them gratitude. Because honor is the currency in the kingdom of God. It's how we give. And it's how we receive. Let me pray some words over you. Heavenly Father. Honor is the way forward. And so I pray for parents who want to honor their kids, that they would give honor so that they may receive honor. And I pray for kids who want to honor their parents, that they would give honor so that they may receive honor. And I pray that we would build a better future together. One that's built on the foundation of honor, which is an expression of love in our family. God, may we honor you as we honor each other. In the name of Jesus. And together we pray all of this. Amen and amen and amen. We hope you enjoy the Active Church podcast. If you want to know more about Active Church, you can follow us on our social media platforms at Active Churches. Don't forget to subscribe as well to stay connected to future podcasts. And if you are a local, we would love for you to experience the room with us. Sunday services are 9 a.m. and 1045 a.m. in Ukaipa. See you next time.